welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. I can't even talk because I'm so excited. I have the beautiful Katie on the line today with me, and she is a quantum healer and coach. And one thing that I love about Katie is on her new program that she has, which we'll talk a little bit, uh, we will talk about a little bit later, is all the magic awaits you. And this is all about being magical and it's all about tapping into that gorgeous deliciousness that you've already got inside of you. So welcome to the show, Katie. Yay, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. You're very welcome. And... Just a side note, Kate and I have just realised that we have quite a few people <laughs> in common that we know. So we're kind of getting off off task before we jumped on the call. So I'm going to get Katie to jump straight into her journey of how she got to, how she went from real estate and being really successful running a team into quantum healing and coaching. So take it away, Katie. Beautiful. Yay, thank you. So, yeah, for me, my career in my early days started in real estate and I was working in a sales capacity and that I started doing that when I was 18 years old and that was my family background and what I wanted was to earn good money, do my own thing, have some flexibility and I had like a deep need to be successful because there was a lot of wounding going on under the surface around my self-worth and what I felt made me worthy and to me it felt like the easiest way to make myself feel that was to be super successful in business and so I started working in real estate quite young and I built up quite a good business um, up in Queensland and then by the age of 25, 26 everything kind of I kind of had some nudges I would say from the universe that were like you're not meant to be doing this like this is not your purpose (laughs) But because I'd worked so hard for this success that I had and I was clinging to that identity, um, I just kept going even though it didn't really feel 100% right. And so in my mid-20s, I kind of had this massive spiritual awakening where my I got adrenal fatigue and got really sick and really burnt out. My body just gave up. So I couldn't get out of bed for three months and that was like one part of my, my recovery. It took almost two years fully. Um, so I was really unwell. I got into a very like toxic relationship with a narcissistic person and that took a massive toll on my well-being in so many ways. And because of that, this, this little business that I built up, this little empire I'd worked so hard for, I couldn't actually be in it anymore because I just wasn't, you know, available physically, mentally and emotionally to be able to work at that capacity. I'd been working like six-day weeks. 80 hours a week consistently and I just couldn't do it and so it sort of gave me this gap and this opportunity where I was like okay the reason I've been clinging to this is because I don't want to get off the treadmill because I'm scared of what that will look like and now I'm in that like I'm literally in it so this is my chance to change my life and so I moved to Sydney at that point to start a new a new life and I worked in real estate for a few more years um, while I was working things out and then I actually went to India. December 
um, January sort of 2019, 2018, 2019. And I went for a month on my own. And it was during that trip that I was kind of on a train in the middle of India in the middle of the night when everyone was back here celebrating Christmas and New Year's. And I was listening to a Wayne Dyer um, like podcast or video and he was talking about not dying with your music still in you. And I was like, this is me. I'm going to be that person if I don't do something. Because I'm, yeah, I was like, I have goosebumps. I was on a train and I had goosebumps. I started crying on the train. I'm like in this bunk bed with his family underneath me. And I was like, this will be me if I don't do something. And so I came home from India. I was quite, I was changed, like forever changed. And went back to my job and a month later I just got a very strong intuitive nudge which I'd had for some time which was you need to quit your job like you're not going to find out the next steps of your purpose until you do that because you're not trusting and you need to go traveling for a year and so I quit my real estate career I packed up and sold everything I owned and I booked a trip to Europe and just before I left, when I was ready to go, this opportunity to go and do a certification in healing in the jungle in Costa Rica popped up on my social media. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I, I have to go. And it was the same date as my Europe trip. And I already paid for these flights and this accommodation. And I was like, this is what I have to do. And so I changed everything. And everyone in my life was like, you're mad you've got this trip planned and you've always wanted to go to Europe. And I'm like, my soul is telling me like, I have to go and do this thing. And so I, although it's very spiritual, I wasn't working in that space. I just spent years like obsessing over healing and, and working with people. I didn't intend that that would necessarily be my path in that way. And um, yeah, so I went to, I changed my flight, jumped on a plane, went to Costa Rica, went out into the jungle with 40 people, got certified in quantum healing. And from there I was like this, is the first time in my life I know I'm exactly where I'm meant to be doing what I'm meant to be doing. So I'm going to make this my thing and I'm just going to dive You're in. you me all emotional. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful that the whole trusting, before we jumped on, I wrote trust down and then you've spoken about trust again and it really is trusting the process and really listening into what our bodies are saying and listening to those intuitions and those guides around the direction that you're meant to be taking because we do get nudged and we keep getting nudged yeah. until we start taking the steps. And I love that you saw the opportunity to go to Costa Rica and do quantum healing and get certified in it. How was that journey of you getting on the plane and going out into the jungle? What were the things that were going on inside of you in that moment? If I reflect to even just before that, like writing the list of should I go, should I not, like I was so terrified because I, I think, and I was talking to someone on a, on a call about this yesterday, we want to know the next five steps of the journey, right? We want to know it's the right decision <laughs> and that's what keeps so many people in paralysis because they're like, I don't know. But, and their soul's telling them, but we're so used to listening to the conditioning of our mind that we're like not heart-centered in our decisions often because the mind is programmed to keep us in a place that's familiar. And so you really have to have the courage to overcome that. And I was terrified. So when I got on the plane, I felt like, okay, I'm making, I'm for the first time ever, I'm following what I really believe I want to do, but I'm, I was scared. I'm like, I don't know anything about quantum healing. I don't know anything about Costa Rica. It's not somewhere that was on my radar. And like, you know, I was a single female traveling. And um, so, of course, there was like some 
nervousness around that. But largely I was just like, this is going to be, however this goes down, it's going to be the biggest adventure that I've ever been on. So I just kind of embraced it. So beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> and I, I, Because I love hearing that you've taken that step. So before we jumped on, you said you left your real estate job and went straight into quantum healing and all of this completely different world, completely different world. And um, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to have to say this halfway through this. My daughter, and this is going to be on my podcast, my daughter went for prefect and she just got it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <That's> so exciting. <laughs> it is very exciting. And I have been teaching her because it's kind of fitting with being magical I've been teaching her that what you focus on grows and if you want something, you mm. go and get it. And yeah. I did normally have my phone down, but I had my phone up because I was looking at your thing. <laughs> oh, you got the thing? Oh, you got the message? Yay, that's so And I got the message just from one of the dads from school. <laughs> I told you this podcast just goes anywhere it chooses to go. I just allow it to go, what the universe tells me to. Love it. But following your intuition and following your path and being a single female going over to Costa Rica, like I couldn't imagine... <clears throat> myself doing that and what were your parents or the people around you thinking because I know me now as a parent with a 10 year old girl knowing what the world is like what were the conversations or what were the things that other people were saying to you or were you so solid in your knowing that nothing could affect you yeah so of course everyone had like everyone in my greater circle like my friends you know, colleagues, um, like largely everyone was actually very supportive because I feel like people were like, they could see that how aligned this obviously felt for me. And, um, but then of course there was people that had their concerns and were worried and were like, we'd be okay. And like, you know, and, and a lot of my, a lot of what, where it like got interesting was when I decided, so I went and did the certification. I don't even know how many people I told. There's people I just didn't tell because as I say, people thought I was going to Europe. That was the plan. And so I didn't even tell half the people I'm actually going to Costa Rica and people messaging me on Instagram going, oh, what happened? Like, where are you? Um, <laughs> Love it. And the reason, yeah, and the reason I didn't is because I just didn't want well-meaning advice from people that cared that would sway me from my path because it was already, like, hard enough to make this decision. And I was like, this is 100% what I'm doing and no one's going to talk me out of it. My sister, who was my best, best friend, she was, like, really taken aback. She was like, and she's always really supportive. And she was like, are you sure this is what you want to do? Because, like, you really wanted to go on this sojourn through Europe. I'm like, are you sure you want to go and do this thing in the jungle? And I was like, I, the only way I can describe this to you is that my soul will hate me if I don't go, which is obviously not true. The soul never hates us. But I was like, my soul is telling me I have to do this. So it's not an option. I can't live with myself if I don't. So yeah and when you say soul so someone who has never maybe heard about what soul is like what is what does the soul mean to you for me it's more intuition and just kind of hearing the quiet noises and the little breadcrumbs but for you what does that look like and feel like for you so I guess the best way to describe it if someone's not familiar with the concept of soul is like soul and higher self for me is like when I think about who I am as a human being this physicality of me is like 10% of who I really am. There's this whole aspect of me that's metaphysical, that's multidimensional, that's like the essence of me, where I came from, how I was created. And I believe like we all, like we all do have a soul, but 
for me, it's like people think, oh, my soul's somewhere in my physical being. And I'm like, our soul is like all of this and our physical being resides within that. And it's kind of this co-creative experience that we have with that spiritual aspect of us. And so intuition for me is soul guidance. It's the soul communicating. It's the higher self part of you that's so much more aware and has like a bigger bird's eye view of what's going on than this aspect of you, the mind and the ego and the human that resides within it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense because I know sometimes I talk about soul, intuition and higher self and people are like, I don't understand what that actually means. And I didn't really understand what it meant either until I went on my journey to really come into self and really start understanding what that looks like. So on your journey from being in real estate, going to Costa Rica, <laughs> doing your quantum course, where are you now? What are you doing now with yourself, within your business, within your life and the people that you're helping and the stuff that's come up for you over the time since finishing that program? Yeah, cool. So um, I've been on a really interesting journey. So I traveled for that whole year as anticipated and I went every single place that I felt guided to go, I went, whether it made sense or not. So it was like Central America, South America, North America. I lived in Bali for six months. I went to Sri Lanka and I just, while I traveled was like running this business of this like quantum healing, quantum healing and quantum coaching and, and working with women. And at, at a point in my journey in Bali, I, I got a very strong um, guidance that I was to only work with women and not work with men anymore and, and help guide them through this divine feminine awakening that is so prevalent on the planet right now. And so that's what I'm now doing is I create these programs and I work with women in, you know, private containers, so private programs in which it's a blend of business and their own life. And um, we kind of go on the journey of awakening this divine feminine magic within them and bringing out this intuition and connecting them with all these, you know, parallel or past life versions of them, all the wisdom, all of these gifts that they don't know they have. And then by blending that into like bringing all of that magic out of them, that's what creates like the abundance and the flow and yeah, like this really beautiful feminine essence in their life. That is so beautiful. And <laughs> I have been told that I'm really feminine in the way that I do things where in mm -hmm. the past I'd seen myself a quite masculine personal trainer, yeah. um, managing hospitality, like massive teams of people and training them up. And it was, you know, go, 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 go. There was no stopping. It was just, I was always on, always on, always on. And I got home, I was exhausted. So I'd sleep because I was doing hospitality and personal training. They're polar opposites of the world. Early mornings, super late nights. So in the middle of the day, I was sleeping. So I never really understood the feminine and the masculine energy until really just the last, I guess, 18 months around feeling into it. And I feel that I kind of went a bit too much feminine and not enough yeah. masculine energy. And it's that beautiful dance between the two. Do you, is that how you do what you do? Like dance between the two energies? Yeah. So I actually wrote a post about this the other day, but this is the embodiment of what I call in a divine union. So within all of us, male or female, we have masculine and feminine energies. And when we, to me, when we're most activated in our own essence and our most powerful is when we're in the most healed whole version of both our masculine and our feminine. And for me, I have a more feminine essence in this lifetime, but I did the same thing. I went deeply into the feminine work and then I was too much in my feminine and I needed <laughs> to then integrate like a healed masculine energy and bring that in 
as like the frame. So for me, it's like the masculine is the frame and then the feminine can flow beautifully within that frame. Does that make sense? Oh, you're speaking my language. Oh, I love this. Because <laughs> the other day I hurt my shoulder, my right shoulder, and I was like, hmm, there's something going on deep energetically. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. And I've had to do a lot of deep, you know, and this work is, if you do it in the real depth, this can be full on um, because the wounding that's present in the masculine in this world generally and in the feminine, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's being cleansed and purged at the moment. And so if you're willing to do that work and come into wholeness of your being, that's when life gets super lit. You've got to go on the journey. So I'm in the midst of going through the deep turmoil at the moment, like proper, like I'm, I'll be normal and then something clicks and I'm like proper Mm -hmm. frantic, proper Mm -hmm. frantic. I can't think. My brain's just gone everywhere and then I have to stop myself. Like this morning I had to take myself out and put my feet in the ground, put the sun on me, connect back to earth (laughs) and come back into yourself. Totally. Because the more that we do the work, the more we can become aware of the energies that are happening. We're still human, so we're still going to have our moments. We're still going to get our highs, our lows and all the in-between. It's not... I do all this work and I am peaceful and healed and all. it's the crap continues to still come up. <laughs> it does. And we've got to continue moving through it. Yeah. And I feel that's so important because people can think, oh, if I do all this work, I'm aiming for this level of perfection or being beyond the human, you know, mistakes and flaws. And I'm like, it's actually the opposite. The more that you can accept your humanity and the fact that you're here in this imperfect existence, and you can actually accept all parts of you, even the flawed, like things that we don't love about ourselves. That is actually the work. It's not, there is no like unattainable thing that we're trying to reach or become where we're perfect and we no longer have human imperfections. It's like, accept all of that. It's messy, it's wild, it's fun, it's beautiful, it's challenging. The more you can love yourself, the, the, the further you'll go in everything that you do. Acceptance, acceptance is huge. Mm-hmm. huge for a very long time I didn't accept myself yeah same and I would in my personal training years if I'd gone out drinking or I had a big day of eating I'd punish myself by smashing myself at the gym or going for a huge run and I used it as punishment opposed to using it as a self-loving releasing of negative energy and cracking open yeah. the energy bubbles that we have inside of us to activate mm-hmm. them um, so acceptance is huge. You're saying, you're saying all the words that I love, activation, <laughs> acceptance, trusting, <laughs> even when you don't understand where it's guiding you to take that step. Yeah. yeah. And to really, like you said, when I asked you what, who did you tell that you're going over to Costa Rica? And you said that you kept it to yourself to a degree because you didn't want other people's, um, conversations happening couldn't think of the right word but that works um Mm. coming into you and so I find that with goals as well so I find when I set myself goals if I tell too many people then I put pressure on myself because I've told these people and then if I don't achieve it then I go oh I didn't achieve it I failed and there is actually really no failure but I find that I get I achieve more when I keep it to myself and I just kind of get on with it opposed to splashing it out and I'm doing this I'm doing that And it's just like if I come back into self and just go, okay, this is the time I'm going to do this, get it done, and then move on with my day. 
Totally. And we, you know, I think it is this fine line of being, you know, open enough to share the things that you want to share, but there, it's okay to have things that are just for you that then keep you within your own sort of energy field and own mastery of your own energy. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Oftentimes we tell people stuff because we think it'll keep us more accountable or we think it'll they'll validate what we're like the path that we're on right and so when you move past the need for that then you you don't need to interact in that way anymore and then you get to be the custodian of your own dreams and your goals and your plans and it's just you're motivated by your own self-desire yeah I really love it that's really super beautiful and one of my clients she's had a few moments and she was turning to a partner and he just didn't get it. And it wasn't that he didn't love her or whatever. He just didn't get it. They'd end up in an argument. I said, just message me and then we'll empower you to be able to move through it alone. Because at some point we need some people to help. We need to be helped and working with yourself to come to you so that you're becoming aware of it, but then learning the tools on how to move through it by yourself when there's not totally. another person there and empowering yourself. And I love how you said that there's all these different emotions and when you accept every part of you and there is that wild side, there is that crazy side, there is that beautiful, soft, delicious side. And if we're just one or the other, life would be boring, really. It, it would be. And, you know, there's you can do archetype work and not to take it in a different direction, but we are made up of all these different facets of our being. We're not, you know, we, as humans, we want to put ourselves in a box and give ourselves an identity. And this is who I am in the world because that makes us feel safe. And then when we do anything outside of this carefully created block, we think, who am I? I've lost my mind or this doesn't fit the version of me that other people see me as or that I see me as. And then we beat ourselves up where it's like, cool, when I did, when I had that experience, that was me being in this version of myself, like the maiden energy or like whatever it is. And, and that's just one facet of who I am. I'm a multifaceted being and all parts of me are welcome. And there's definitely times where I'll go, hmm, cool. That's probably not something I want to do again. But like I can accept that that was the journey I had to go on to learn that rather than be like, oh my God, I've made a huge mistake or I've flipped or I've done this or I've done that takes so much pressure off it and then life gets to be a lot more enjoyable when we just give ourselves that grace to just be all parts of ourselves without judgment and again another word judgment because yeah. <laughs> how much pressure do we put on ourselves judging ourselves to be something that we think other people want us to be when really we need to be who we feel comfortable and confident being and then there is no judgment because you're loved just the way that you are. Yeah, it's it's super. Like a lot of people are addicted to self-judgment. So they'll find a way to do things that fill that need that they've got to judge themselves. And like it's so unconscious that they'll do something almost so they can go, yeah, you, you effed up again or you did this or you did that and beat themselves up. And it's like we're addicted to that pattern of being like you're not good enough, you've missed the mark, you've failed here. And it's like, it's really hard to unravel that. But when you can kind of unravel that pattern of needing to criticize yourself and be in judgment and just accept that, like, nothing's really off the table. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's just a phase. It's a moment. It's, yeah, we are, we, when we accept all parts of us, even the shadow, like we all have shadow aspects. That's just, that's part of our human existence. There's duality, there's light and shadow. So instead of seeing things as good, good or bad, if you can just see them, as an expression of you or a moment um 
you can release that addiction to judging yourself. And most people live in a prison of self-judgment. I did for a long time. I was so hard on myself. Like nothing was ever good enough. I never focused. I talk about like people look at the black dot on the white piece of paper. So there's all of this magical stuff that you're doing and you're amazing and you've done. And then there's this one thing and you're like, I know what I'll do. I'll hone in on that and stare at that and focus on that. What about all of this? That's a really beautiful way of putting it because that is exactly what happens. And I know that I've been caught in that moment as well of there's all this gorgeous deliciousness going on and then this one tiny little thing are allowed to trigger me or just completely Mm -hmm. blow up what is going on. And that, yeah, I really love the way that you just described it. It's really beautiful. Yeah, so often when I'm in that space, because I do that all the time too, it's normal, it's human, I'll be like, cool, so I'm looking at this. What can I redirect my attention to now so I can shift back to the actual truth of who I am and what I'm doing? And it's such a simple shift, but it's so powerful. And the thing to do is to just have the awareness so that you actually catch yourself in the moment. You're like, cool, I see this. I see what's playing out here. And actually, I can focus over here now and come back to my truth. Like, this is who I am. Yeah. And it's that question, that question, how can I get closer back to being closer to my truth? And it's all in the question. If we're asking ourselves a higher quality question, we're going to get a higher quality answer. Yeah. So if people wanted to come and find you, look for you, what programs, how do they work with you? What are all the things that you've got going on? So I've got my program Illuminate, which is starting um, early next year, which is a really beautiful, it's more of like a galactic quantum reclaiming of your gifts and your magic and all these things that you didn't even know that you could do. Um, It's like an adventure through the cosmos. Um, So that's next year. I also have a program called The Embodied Empress, which is for women that want to reclaim their divine feminine sensuality and that divine union that we were talking about, their sovereignty and their abundance. And then I work with people one-on-one and I've got amazing things coming up next year. So people can connect with me on socials or wherever, but I actually have a number of different really beautiful, powerful programs and um, I do one-on-one stuff with people as well. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, I have had an absolute ball (laughs) having you on the show. If you were to give advice, a, a quote, a book, or something that you kind of turn to? Is there something pivotal that you turn to when you need some extra inspiration or motivation? So my favourite all-time book is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. So I would say anyone that hasn't read it, go and read it. And I've read it a hundred times in my life. Like I could read it forever and get new inspiration about um, from it. And it is all about like, um, have you read it? I'm smiling because I carry it around with me a lot and I've read a few pages. (laughs) But I'm actually reading a different book at the moment which is called Psycho-Cybernetics, which I'm loving. It's all about identity. But I keep seeing, it's funny that you say that because everything happens for a reason and things show up in the world that need to be shown up and that's the Mm -hmm. third time I think this week that I've heard or seen about that book. So I probably should pick it up and start reading it very soon. Yeah, for anyone that's like on the path, I would say read that. And for me, uh, what I come back to is I love listening to Abraham Hicks. I like I spend time in my own energy every day just being in a place where I'm um, 
listening to positive things. So however that works for you, that's how I start my day. And um, that's the advice I would give. The more you can raise your vibrational frequency, which is how I started, the more doors will open for all of this beautiful stuff that we've just spoken about to come into your existence. So beautiful and gorgeous (laughs) and delicious. And if you want some magic to happen, go and see this lady. Reach out to her, have a conversation, whatever that looks like, because you are going to get massive transformations <laughs> from this gorgeous woman. So thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Thank I had you. so I much fun. It. You're me very too. welcome. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.